Hi there. Thank you for joining us for Six Degrees of Study, an educational podcast. Today, we have Hayley Trudgeon, who is studying a Bachelor of Community Health and a Certificate in Narrative Therapy at Tari's University's campus. We want to show you how it's highly likely there's only six degrees of separation between you, the career, and the life you want. This is the Six Degrees Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Marlo Slaven, the Campus Coordinator at Tari's University's campus. And welcome, Hayley. I'm really looking forward to talking with you today and hearing more about your journey. So, you are accessing Tari University campus space at the moment as a student and you're studying Bachelor of Community Health. And I'm particularly interested to talk with you today about your certificate in narrative therapy. Do you want to tell us a bit more about what it was that attracted you to study community health and particularly narrative therapy? Yeah, um, I was working in remote New South Wales at a preschool and um, I found that storytelling was really helpful for children when they were going through tough times. And I wanted to find a course that could teach me a bit more about how I could use storytelling for children, especially around mental health. So I Googled it and I found narrative therapy and community work. Um, And yeah, and then I got very interested in community health and community work. So I enrolled in the bachelor degree after that. Right. And how long have you been studying the bachelor degree so far? I started in April this year, so not very long. So you're a fairly new student. And you've been undertaking the certificate of narrative therapy as a parallel study or part of that degree? Yeah, it's parallel, so okay. it's separate. Right. And, and is that completed now? Almost. I'm just submitting my last assessment this week, actually. Okay. And how's it gone for you? It's been really good. I found that I've learned a lot about how to help people tell their stories, especially helping children feel heard when they're um, going through a tough time. And, yeah, it's given me a lot of skills in work opportunities that I've been doing, Mm. which has been good. Interesting. I think a lot of people like me will be a bit unfamiliar with what narrative therapy is and interested to know what it's generally considered to be, how it's defined, but beyond that also kind of what it means to you. Yeah, so it's a form of counselling, but it's more focused on storytelling and helping people find the alternative story. So I don't know um, if you've experienced this, but often when people feel distressed or worried about something whatever they're worried about becomes sort of overwhelms them and it seems to be the only story of their life at the time. And what narrative therapy does is it, it brings out all these alternative stories of people's lives and the stories of strength and resilience. And um, Michael White, who created narrative therapy, spoke about it's like people that come to narrative therapists are coming thinking that they're on a journey without a map. But what narrative therapists do is help people realise that they have the map or the skills to create a map all along by just remembering the skills they've used in the past. If that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds like it's really empowering the person with and showing them the tools they already have within themselves to 
sort of reclaim their story. Does that sound right? Yes, yeah. Great. And so you've been studying it as a certificate, but I understand that even before that you've been doing some work which really led you in this direction. Do you want to talk a little bit about some examples of the work and and where you've seen it working quite powerfully for... It's just mainly children you've been working with, isn't it? Yes, yeah, at the moment it's just been children. Yeah, I first started working in a childcare centre in Old Bar um, and it was during 2019 when the bushfires came and a lot of children had to evacuate their homes and stay in evacuation centres and I wanted to help children debrief about their experience. So I sat down with a heap of children and wrote down their stories and they drew pictures and we created a book and got it published. And that wasn't completely narrative therapy yet, but it's like a similar idea and that's what got me very interested in what else I could do like that. What was the book called, Haley? When the Fires Came to Old Bar. And has that been published? Yeah, and it's at the Tari Library. Oh, fantastic. And, and I understand at that time you weren't far from being a child yourself. How old were you when you did that? I was 17 right. at the time. Yeah, I think that's pretty amazing. So what was it that you saw happening for the children as they worked through their stories that really led you to believe there was something important in that for you? I think the main thing that really inspired me was hearing the kids' stories and how when they had those shared conversations, it just brought them all together and um, I think it when they're together they, they felt stronger, hopefully. Um, and then the feedback I got after the book, I still get feedback um, now, like from people who have read it and said that their kids really enjoyed having... You know, knowing that they're not alone in what they're experiencing. I think it helps people feel less isolated. I think it's, it sounds to me like it's got a lot of potential. And I think today you've been doing some work that relates to this. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I've been working in some communities around Singleton um, and I created a colouring in book for kids, which is just a list of skills and knowledges about if you have a loved one who works in emergency services, um, what you normally do to stay calm. Mm. So there were things like patting a dog or you know, going for a bushwalk or something like that. And, yeah, there's, I've been travelling out there and having conversations with kids about what did you do and, and what could you do next time. And it's just a sharing of knowledge and skills and I find it, I think it's really empowering and I hope it I hope it is. But I find it empowering for myself when I do it. Yeah, it sounds like it. So you're saying that you ask them in the end if they were to take those skills and turn them into a superpower, what would that be? Yeah. And I yeah, I've had some really funny answers with that like today a boy said that he reads when his dad goes to the fires. And I asked him if that was a superpower, what would you call it? And he said, well, if it was a superpower, I would shoot books out of my hands. (laughs) Such a funny image. Shoot books out of your hands. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. So I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about sort of where you think 
what direction you think this will take you in. I mean, it, it may be too soon to tell because you're really early in your degree and you don't yet know what all the professional possibilities are for you, but I wonder if you have a sense of... You're obviously very interested in narrative therapy. I wonder if you have a sense that that's going to take you somewhere in particular for your career. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in group work and I, when I was out west... Um, I helped with the RFDS, like the Royal Flying Doctors, um, in like crisis situations um, after the there was a fire in our town, and I really enjoyed just sitting with the kids and having a conversation to debrief, and now have a lot more skills, and I'm really interested in yeah group work, whether it's a youth group or something where I can get people together over shared experiences and help people feel less alone in whatever they're going through. That's wonderful. Interested to know um, what you've picked up in your certificate course that have added to what you already knew and really helped you to learn the skills. Yeah, I think something I really took away from it is seeing a person as part of a broader context so um when you're feeling like for example um I think myself like if I feel shame for you know have like having to move back home or something Mm. I think you know and I feel failure it's failure in relation to what and is it more part of a social expectation or is this just an expectation I've put on myself and is it something I agree with? Um, we call it, um, one of my friends called it the pool of discourses. Yeah, so it's beautiful. Just being aware of all these discourses to help you realise whatever problem you're facing may not be part of you, it's more ex- external. Yeah, <laughs> and then right. it's easier to notice. And What are you doing? Are you swimming through this pool of discourses? Or? Yeah, I think you're swimming and you're, like, pushing them away. Pushing them away. Very nice. What a beautiful image. And is that water, like, really blue and calming and soothing? Yeah, I think Well, What are the discourses like? I reckon the discourses are, like, lots of rapid waves and stuff. You might need a a surfboard in this pool of discourses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there was this metaphor... I learnt last week about a river, about narrative therapy, but it's a, if you're thinking about a river, mm-hmm. um, when you're a narrative therapist, you're working with a person or people, and instead of being in the river, if yeah. the river is the person's life, you, you kind of step onto the riverbank and you look down at the river, mm-hmm. so you're not immersed in the problems, right. but you can like assess them a bit better, and you can see, oh, there's a really chaotic area of the river over there. Mm. But over there it's really calm and still. Fascinating. I can see why you're so interested in this. <laughs> For my last question today, I'd like to ask you why you think the world needs more narrative therapy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I think I've had, because when we do the training, you kind of practice on each other. And I found it very helpful Um, For me, when I was growing up, I had a friend called Lillian Mm -hmm. and and she 
she passed away and I used to, she had a disability and that's why she passed away and I used to feel very quite angry that she'd been gone and then I did had this conversation with someone using narrative therapy techniques and it it really helped me because it's called saying hello again and um, I got to say hello to her again and now when I go and work with kids because she's really a motivator for me when I go and work with kids because I think of how she often felt like she couldn't be heard and other people helped her feel heard mm. and when I work with kids I can now picture her smiling and she's a big motiv- motivator for me when I go out to work and yeah I that's what really made me fall in love with narrative therapy and I think that more people need to have conversations where they get to say hello again to people they've lost because it's very powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. And I think when you first started talking with me about narrative therapy, I thought there's going to be a lot of potential there for helping people to work through their grieving processes. And there's most certainly a lot of need for that in the world. So I really encourage you on this journey Hayley, because it seems like you're going through a process of discovering what it is you really want to do that's meaningful in the world and I think that's absolutely amazing, especially that you're doing it so young, you know, you're, you're doing, many, many people go through a long journey of discovery to get to where you are at, so I think um, it's going to be really interesting to see where you get to with this Thank and you. congratulations on of finding that way, finding your way with this. And I guess we'll leave it there for today. Um, so thank you so much for joining with the Six Degrees of Separation podcast. Um, it's been wonderful to connect with you and hear your story. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Six Degrees podcast. This podcast is produced by Upbound Business Consultants and is brought to you by Tari University's campus. Based on the New South Wales Barrington Coast, TUC is a hub for supporting distance education study for university students with campus facilities, mentoring, postgrad career opportunities and more. If you'd like to share your story, you can send us an email at podcast at tariuni.org.au and let us know your unconventional road to a degree. Until next time.